Welcome to Ship SaaS Faster with Vulcan and myself, Simon, where we talk shop about SaaS. How you doing? I'm doing all right. How about yourself? Yeah, not too bad. Just off the back of doing an audit, so it's been quite boring. <laughs> and that's just, that's yeah. stuff I don't look forward to if I have to do that in the future. I'm thinking about doing it because I think they, they, there are some advantages, especially like trust-wise if you, need, if you have to have trust with your customers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, depends how much trust you need, like... Can imagine there's a few magnitudes difference between backups and the website. <laughs> yeah, sense. I think it depends on the sort of customer as well, right? Like the bigger they are, the, the more requirements they have, even if they don't really need to be worried about it. Yeah. But so, uh, I look at Figma, I'm like, man, they, they've got the perfect market. Like, they don't really need to worry about too much about trust unless like people doing crazy stuff or people are, like your lawyers demand a ton. But it's the, the, and then they don't have to worry about servers going down and anything. They've, they've got this perfect market where the customer's locked in, but they don't have to be like super like super super responsive kind of thing like if a website goes down i've got a beat bang on it same with you like backups if there's a backup issue and uh yeah you have to be on it yeah what are you um what have you been up to well i uh, kind of planning to go to turkey for the uh, winter because uh, uk is too cold for me so yeah hopefully i'm going this week but i should still be able to podcast next week we'll see about that <laughs> yeah fair enough you're gonna go for the whole win- the whole winter i'm thinking three months so i'll see you when i get out there like as a as an indie founder we can do what we want right so it's like, yeah. I don't know this, looking at the weather today, it's just like, <laughs> I need to get out of here kind of thing. I always, yeah, <laughs> I work less here. It's actually better for me just to go there for the business, for everything. So To be that flexible, I got. <laughs> yeah, you got kids and stuff. But I've seen people do it. I've yeah. seen people travel. Apparently, I was reading articles, apparently a ton of like Germans and stuff are moving down there. They're like, I don't know, giving up their houses or doing something like cancelling gas and electric because it's just going to get too expensive. It's cheaper for them to go to move to Turkey than to pay their gas and electric bills. That's true, yeah. <laughs> um, You've got to convince the wife. That's cool. it's time to migration, go. yeah, migration for the winter, you know. Just <laughs> love it. Now, I see in the notes that you mentioned that we didn't publish last week. My fault. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the good news is uh, we got listeners who care. Like someone asked me, like, where's the episode? So... If anything, I oh, okay. Know. Well, yeah. I, I count that as like, okay, someone cares. So, thank, thank you, Mr. Listener. Yeah, yeah, cool. Well, I don't know if you're going to publish two or we're going to have like an extra week delay. I'll publish one like Wednesday and then Thursday, but people will already listen to them by the time this comes out. <laughs> oh, okay. Apologize in advance. <laughs> I paid the editor an additional amount to uh, pull the files from Squadcast and put them into Transistor as drafts. Mm-hmm. So, that should hopefully smooth up the process. He yes. said he'd log into Squadcast every Wednesday and pull. So we've now got accountability partner. <laughs> yeah. Well, I make sure we record them, but then yeah, it's just getting it. And I to remind myself to actually write the transcripts and stuff. It's a bit of work. It's, it's not, it's not yeah. nothing. Like I've heard some podcasts where it's just like, I think they just upload them and just like <laughs> use the same everything. But I like to write, I like to listen and then write like little transcript, like little notes, because then I can go through and see what I've done kind of thing. Yeah. So what about the weekly updates then? I see a... Uh, as we mentioned in the ISO update. Uh, that's the... Yeah, so I had the up the audit guy yesterday. It wasn't too bad because I'd managed to basically prep everything that he needs to do it from the previous year. So um, there weren't too many questions during the day to answer. I mean, there was still a ton of questions to answer, but unlike the first year, it wasn't too, it wasn't too like overwhelming because I had most of the stuff like prepped. So I just waiting for his report to come in. He said it all looked good when I emailed him at four o'clock yesterday saying, do you need anything else? Because I'm going out now. And he said it all looked good. So hopefully today um, I'll have, or tomorrow, <laughs> I'll have my certificates with uh, hopefully not too many recommendations to change. But yeah, that's been uh, it's a couple of days work just to make sure that everything is as up to date as it should be. Um, 
obviously, as I said last week, keep everything up to date throughout the year. But uh, <laughs> yeah, well, what have you been on? Uh, I've just still on these designer mode stuff. Every time I ship an update, I get more feedback. <laughs> and then it's just iterating on this. Like I had, I expected this stuff to be done months ago kind of thing. And then it's just, uh, it just take, everything just takes ages. Um, but people are more happy with the product. Customers seem to be enjoying it and good feedback. And then, yeah, I guess that's the thing that matters. And that's what I'm going for. It's like, I could be pushing hard, harder on marketing, but I'm going for the big, the big bet where if I can get designers on board, then it starts to fly well. So yeah, I keep worrying about that, that like, I don't have a good enough flywheel. <laughs> I don't know. It depends on the business you're trying to build and stuff. Like, you're, you're in a solid spot. And, but yeah, if you wanted to push harder, and I think with your, your new secret project, I think that's a, a much bigger market. So, yeah. No, I don't know. I always have this. Maybe it comes on at, <laughs> maybe it comes on at the start of the day, just when I'm about to start work, and uh, just not, I don't know, not doing enough, missing out kind of thing. <laughs> So it's all unhealthy thoughts. <laughs> uh, it's it's a it's a rabbit hole. Uh, that that be a whole episode, and I'd have to think more about it. But I, I, have, okay. I, I have like a whole like yeah a whole thing. Like I'm just always trying to push harder, and I'm like, why? And then I I don't know. Some people talk about chips on shoulders and stuff, and uh, that could be it. But yeah, I haven't maybe, unpacked it enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. That'll be next week's. What else have you been on? Uh so. Just a classic SaaS or classic tech, uh, just upgrading a bunch of packages and stuff. I know it's just like weird, fit, like weird logout issues, and then yeah, my customers were complaining, and then the customers weren't getting error messages as well. I don't know how. Like I saw the error message mm-hmm. all, all, all on my, you know, like so it says like uh, you've been logged out kind of thing, like uh, or like relog kind of thing. I have those in there just in case, and then somehow the customers weren't seeing those, so customer lost like fifteen minutes worth of work, and it was it wasn't like. It was 15 minutes worth of blog work, but they were just changing like changing a few texts and stuff. So that was terrible. So then I realized I need to fix this. And then, yeah, I had to update all these packages and go through it and <laughs> kind of hope it all works. <laughs> we've had this recurring bug with like the two-factor authentication stuff. And we've got we've written big test suites. We've yeah. done loads of stuff. And I can't can't get it to like... And then once a week, one couple of months, so someone will just be like, oh, I've still got this issue. And it is like, it logs somehow they get a prompt for two-factor. I don't know whether it's because they log in or because they haven't been online for a while. And then they enter their two-factor code and it just redirects them back to the form. <laughs> and like, I have, we've been through it like so many times. I can't, like, I cannot reproduce it. No one can reproduce it. Yeah. I'll probably f- find out at some point there's some like old code that they're using. It's just these all things or these like orphan it's so difficult to test off, especially for like, I'm using React, so it's, it's even more complex because I've got like so many layers going in and, and then it's like, mm-hmm. t- it's based on time, timing as well. Like I think it's like after a certain amount of time, the refresh and access tokens start doing stuff. And then, yeah, just fun times. <laughs> so I uh, see so you uh, worked up, <laughs> I think it was um, your secret project, but I guess you could talk about the, I don't know, are you allowed to talk about the proxy part or? I guess I've been slightly talking about it on Twitter. So um the backup is obviously to move data from one place to another. That's the structure of all backups. <laughs> and uh, we are trying to track these changes on a more file level than a... Anyway, so I built some sort of layer in the middle to deal with this, and it's just really slow and doesn't work very well. <laughs> so after being very happy that the solution of using this like homemade proxy would... Um, remove complexity from elsewhere and enable us to add these features. Uh, it turns out it's just not going to really work because it's, it's too slow. So I've basically had it and I'm just going <laughs> to put the project down for a bit and come back, come back later. 
yeah, I've, I've I've implemented features like that before. Like it works on like small, like as you said, like one file, two files, and then yeah, you try to do many, like many, and it just breaks down. Um, and sometimes you, you just can't get it to work. You can't, you just can't get it to yeah. the certain performance you want, and then you have to go back and rebuild it. Yeah, try and like back up a folder with like ten thousand files that are only like one kilobit, and it's just it's so slow. <laughs> can't even deal with it. So. Don't know why. Maybe hopefully it'll be something easy, but I'm just gonna step away for a bit and see. Come see us just change one line of code and it all works magically. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I have to rewrite it in another programming language, that'd be the thing. Oh man. And, uh, I think Don't you're talking about Go, man. That's a, <laughs> yeah, it's a whole a bunch of headaches. Um Yeah. Well, we're getting here contractor in to write an application in Go for us, so perhaps <laughs> if this project goes well, you'll end up getting dragged to do another project but uh, I thought it was for this one I don't know, that's, yeah, maybe then yeah, if it works out well and it, for a good solution then yeah yeah we've got lots of projects on it's just I don't want to talk about any of them <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah a few podcasts ago you talking about like secret project one secret project two yeah yeah again very confusing now I don't, I don't even know which one's which but hey I don't even know which one as well <laughs> no yeah it's got another project that's not secret it's just redesigning the dashboard and it's not something I'm doing I've got a designer UX guy into the so I'm not sure how long that'll take. We've set quite a long deadline on the project with milestones. I'm not in an immediate rush either for it. So, but yeah, that's something else. <laughs> so, is he just going to be designing in Figma and then uh, you're going to bring it? Like- no, he, I, he, I mean, he does design in Figma, but he will also deliver the um, the markdown or whatever the um, the HTML. The HTML, yeah, it'll be Tailwind. That's not too bad. So he'll present all of that to us and then we can use it. I think, again, the implementation stage will be the thing that takes like four times longer than the actual design work because we've probably got quite a bit of cleanup to do with the admin panel and stuff. Yeah. And it's one of those projects where you're like, oh, while I'm in here, I'll just (laughs) (laughs) tidy this all up. And I can imagine it just taking a very long time, so... That's literally my life at the moment. It's, I've went down so many rabbit holes, just thousands and thousands of lines of code, like added and removed kind of thing. You know where you see on Git, it's like thousand lines added, thousand lines removed. I can just see those every every push. It's just so many lines are changing. Yeah, and our our initial like admin isn't the templates aren't like broken up into individual components like buttons and forms and stuff. So. Oh, that's yeah. a big job. <laughs> it's going to be a big job, and it's all bootstrapped so at uh, the moment. So I'm kind of debating, <laughs> which is obviously terrible, but to go, okay, we'll just have snapshot or app.snapshot.com slash beta, <laughs> and we'll just rebuild the whole dashboard from scratch. It might be faster, you know, like it's depending on how much you'll have to figure it out and work it out. Yeah, because I I rebuilt like people can then mess around with the beta, and we'll just release like feature by feature as we go through the admin console, and then eventually swap over. But um, yeah, I think you could you could do it for like internal stuff, like while you while you're building it out, test it internally, and then when you're happy, you can just ship it. Because I'm not sure about the beta thing. Like I don't know, I've got staging environments and stuff, and I've had like customers try that, it but it's just I, I'm always too like yeah, I just ship straight to production <laughs> in terms of those <laughs> features. Yeah, I mean, it will be on the live website. It'll just be under my thinking was have it under like a different subdirectory, so people could use and test the new admin. And you know, if it's like sixty percent there, but for example, the invoice page is still on the old system. Okay, they can still have access to the old version of the dashboard to like fundamentally do everything they could do before. Just as we transition across, <laughs> and then eventually just turn it off. 
Yeah, I see what you mean now. As we've got to do so much of a rewrite, it's not like we just need to reapply component level styling and everything will just magically swap. It's going to be quite a few like fundamental changes. So, Yeah. Yeah, with all the components, it's a completely new way of building. So I'm not, I'm not even sure, like, four years ago, like, Laravel, I think, so I've, I looked into a bunch of these, um, like, frameworks. Laravel Blade is probably the best one to use with Tailwind in terms of, like, back-end frameworks, stuff like Django and Rails are still not there in terms of their template rendering engines. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see what way you what, what you decide. <laughs> yeah, it depends what the other, what hole he decides as well, my developer, he might think, <laughs> he might veto the whole thing. <laughs> It sounds like he's, he'd be up for the challenge from what I've, what I've heard so far. Sounds yeah. like they'll just nuke it all and let's, get, let's restart. Yeah, it depends, depends how busy he is with other projects I get throwing at him. So I think at the moment, we've got to a stage where he's never short of work. <laughs> so <laughs> have you got anything else to mention on your weekly updates? Yeah, I've got, I've got a few things, uh, stuff like... Uh, like backups, uh, backup ver- backups, and like versioning. So I was talking with you about this on the Discord and stuff. But yeah, like customers are using more advanced features now. So before these components were just global blocks. So if you had a like a navbar, you just um, stored the HTML in it, and that was fine. But now they're doing a lot more work and like adding like more custom data to it and stuff. So just got to mm-hmm. figure out like, can I back it up? Is there versioning I can add in it? Because all of the pages have uh, backups and versioning, so it's super easy to recover stuff if they make a mistake or. Like some like customers will like delete stuff randomly. Like they'll press the delete button and then type delete and say, "I don't know what happened." I'm like, uh, "You you you type delete." I don't know what else. Oh yeah, this is what this is what I wanted to ask you. So, do you store the final rendered pages, and then when you load up your CMS, they load straight from the final rendered pages, or do you have like some modeling that then spits out a like HTML for them to show in the browser. Yeah, so I stored the let's, let, yeah let, I stored an article in HTML format, but it's it's not full HTML, so it doesn't have like the header, it doesn't have all the script tags, doesn't have like yeah, all the yes. stuff. So it's just literally the the HTML is stored on the d- database, and then I'll render that, and then that's stored statically on S3. So I I I, I already store it twice, but the things I want to back up would be the actual just the HTML, not the not the dot h not the h not the rendered file, just the Oh, okay. Those like individual components. Yeah. Are... Okay. Because yeah, that's what I was asking about, like compression and stuff. And I'm still, I'm still figuring it out. Because it can literally save you like 80 percent. But then we had the the PG mustard guy t- <laughs> saying there's a thing called Toast, which does some of that. So I need to work out if yeah. that's good enough. Um, well, I think well HTML is quite well, well compressible anyway, isn't it? Mostly, mostly blank space. <laughs> Especially, I, I use a lot of Tailwind, right? And Tailwind's super compressible. It just mm-hmm. reuses a ton of stuff and I'm making more updates which will make it even more compressible. <laughs> so, yeah. Literally, some of the examples were like 80%, 90% compressed down. So it'd be like 70 kilobytes and it compressed down to 7 kilobytes. That's how compressible HTML is. It's like, that's a huge cost in like Postgres. If I, like with multi, like having multi, multiple Postgres instances and then you're storing it on both of them and <laughs> the cost can add up. Um, I don't know. Like, it's like people might say it's like pre-optimizing, but if it takes me thirty minutes to op- it takes me thirty minutes to um, compress it, it doesn't really matter. Then. I'm kind of always of the view of like why you might not need to implement it immediately. Like at least picking the option that has that as a, as yeah a, as a future option um, instead of going into something where that would never become possible. So well, you might not need to spend the thirty minutes now. At least you know there's something you can do if required later. Yeah. I think it was on a 
the savvy cow, uh, Derek, he was talking about how, like, how normally, like, a lot of uh, when you start a SaaS, it's like one to one relationships, and then as you go, it's like one to many, many to many, and then it's like if you think about it long enough at the start, like, you can save yourself so much time. Like, I've re I've rewrote the blogging TMS two, three times now. Like, the version one was like super simple, one to one. I I had like database tables for like blog only so then if i wanted to add like a new cms type like a knowledge base i would have had to create a whole new table and then do all of this and then adding features required me to go into the back end but now the way it's built it's all like yeah many to many i think um so it just all works nicely <laughs> yeah i had the same thing with the backup system that i built the first one was one to one on everything and then when i rebuilt it i put many to many like everywhere <laughs> uh even places i didn't think i really needed them and then someone was like oh can we have this feature and like Yes, I even coded a loop that only loops through one item because we only ever store one. <laughs> but yeah, it should be possible to add like a second item to loop through. So um, yeah, I think you're right. Everything should be many to many. You should always build teams when you build a SaaS app. If I, if I, yeah, I wish I knew that at the start. Like building this whole teams thing and RBAC AC or whatever. Oh man, it's it's yeah, it's a lot of work to to add on. To yeah, it's not, even if you build teams. Yeah, as long as you build teams with many to many, even if you don't allow people to add another team. Because at the moment, I've got like these personal, like people have like personal websites, like I still haven't, um, what's it called? Like migrated them off from that solution. But yeah, so now I've got like all this legacy stuff where people on like personal teams and personal, and then they've got to move personal, their personal teams to like a, a workspace. <laughs> oh man, it's just complexity everywhere. We've got 10 minutes left. So do you want to get to the next week stuff? <laughs> off you go. I got I got one little thing like I'm All working right. on like um what's it called like an open source package I think I mentioned it for Solar UI which is like Bootstrap like inspired uh, framework on Tailwind so yeah customers been like people been asking about that so I updated it a little bit from like version one to version two changed some stuff there which is pretty cool to see and then there's another one as well which is the uh, Tailwind animation on scroll library so as you're scrolling down the page like stuff will move like left and right or come up and down. oh yeah and then people have been asking like for view and react <laughs> and i just don't have the time to do it man so I, but it's getting good traffic and then yeah it's getting good traffic on google people are actually searching for like yeah tailwind animation on scroll so it might be worth investing in and posting tutorials so yeah the open source seems to be one way of getting at least traffic i don't know how well it converts but it's one way of getting traffic yeah i want to build some traffic source stuff some more that's it development as marketing yeah well you sold your last one <laughs> i did <laughs> yeah wonder how that's doing now <laughs> so what's your plans for next week then i lost my backlinks <laughs> anyway undecided <laughs> undecided uh, everything or nothing yeah exactly there's such an overwhelming amount of stuff to do i don't think i'll be able to do anything oh, i might try and think about this new project because inevitably i'll never be able to get out of my mind and then what I was going to do was look at some internal marketing tools, kind of, um, I guess, more internal analytic tools to get a better, better insights of the type of customers we're getting and what they're doing on a more quantitative side instead of just looking through individual accounts to see. Because I did like a thought experiment about changing pricing, which I might do at some point. But um, it was just interesting to go through all the accounts and actually see Essentially, like, especially as we've changed plans over the years to see what kind of plans people would be in now if they had joined today and stuff like that. So um, I want to have a bit of, bit of overview of what's going on. Are you looking for external tools for that or? I don't really care. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was listening to a po podcast, uh, what's it called? Uh, Startup to Last? Yeah. Is that, is that the one? Yeah. And it was, um, 
I'm terrible with names. But yeah, he's a less annoying CRM. Yeah, Tyler. Yeah, I spoke to him on Twitter. But yeah, he was uh, he was talking about building his own internal ones kind of thing because he was saying how like Mixpanel and all of these ones, it's, just, it's, it's actually harder to <laughs> implement than it is just to build it yourself. But uh, And then he had made a really good point where if you have a marketing team, you need these external ones like Mixpanel because then they can go in and build the queries themselves kind of thing. But if you if you, it's just you as a developer, you can kind of get away with like hacking together and like just storing it in your database or storing it elsewhere. I mean, thinking about it, them listening to their podcast is probably what's put that seed in my head. Yeah, I, <laughs> so. it, is, it is dangerous to listen to podcasts. Like, I get tons of ideas. Like, I don't know. I listen to like um, Noah's one, and I'm like, ah, oh, I should like add an integration with him where I can like render Notion like data. I should be focusing on like the Notion community or something. And then I listen to another one. I'm like, oh, I should be doing like podcasts. Like, I should like build a podcast website builder and like integrate with like Transistor. And then all it's just all these thoughts going through my brain all the time. It's like Airtable as well. I listen to um, Mark and I'm like, yeah, I need to build an API to let him like, integrate. It's just <laughs> oh, so many. I'm just being dragged around left, right. Yeah, I had that. And then you like, event, I build a feature and I think, oh yeah, that was something that someone like, I had that idea like three years ago. <laughs> it was when I first had that idea. And it's only like matured into like a fully fledged idea and implementation now. So yeah. And I'm terrible at writing notes, so <laughs> it's anyone I remember that I've already had this idea. Yeah, I'm pretty bad at note taking. I'm trying to get better. Like, uh, but it's it's a tough skill for me, especially as an indie hacker. It's just like I just do what I want every day. I think as you as you're yeah. building a team, you gotta like get better at it because otherwise, yeah, your team don't know what's going on. So, what are you working on next week, other than undecided? <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I think my goal has been to get these templates to, to actually get these templates done, but it's. There's no point doing it until the design is there. So it's just, I'm just trying to rush it to, not rush, but trying to get this designer mode done. But then, as mentioned, it's just like, just go down all these rabbit holes and scope creep keeps coming in. So ideally, I'll get templates mm-hmm. done, but I'm, I wouldn't be too unhappy if I don't get them done. And I just improve the designer mode and get good feedback. And I was talking with a few designers as well. Designers are a different breed. Like, they all just talk about the, U, the UI of the product. They don't really care about UX. They just want it to look nice. And I'm like, it just it just completely goes against my like i just if it works it works for me like like people are talking about like what uh fema using like vs code and etc i'm like i just have the default one whatever came with the whatever came with vs code um, it's just, <laughs> yeah yeah that's a big push for all, like what we're what i'm hoping to do with the new site or the new app the new console or whatever is to make their process getting set up a lot smoother but that's UX, right? Like, ideally, you, you want yeah, to update exactly, so it's yeah. easier to get the UX and then people can onboard easier kind of thing. But the mm-hmm. big problem for me is it's more like UI. It's literally like, I just want it to look prettier. I'm like, but why? And they're like, I like pretty stuff. I'm like, yeah, add dark mode. I'm like, why? And they're like, I like dark mode. <laughs> and I just, I'm like, okay, well, I guess I've got to add dark mode now if I want designers. Yeah. <laughs> but the guy did say he's going to put dark mode in. So, you know. <laughs> Just like whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Yeah, but it, it's just the way designers think. They just love dark mode and or they love like switching between stuff and yeah, creating just creating more stuff. I just I see dark mode and I think, oh god, I've got to like something gotta run two different configurations of the oh, it should be alright with Tailwind. You can you can do some stuff where it's just like dark um semicolon, I think it is, and then yeah, it just works like magic. On each individual component. Well, yeah. So each. for all your buttons, right? So you don't. You only really need it for um, 
the, yeah, the components. And if he's doing all the HTML, it's literally just copy the, copy the stuff over and it'll just work like magic. That's why people love Tailwind, because it just works. <laughs> oh, cool. Well, I'll see what sort of like JavaScript magic you have to do when you press the button to swap to dark well, mode. And... Well, there should be media prefer- the media preferences, right? So you might not even need to build it in. If someone says, oh, have you got dark mode, you say, toggle it on your Google Chrome preferences. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I hate all that. And I hate how it's like, I like running Mac OS in dark mode. I don't like Google Chrome telling websites to render in dark mode because oh. a lot of websites are crap in dark mode yeah. <laughs> and just don't work. So I have to like, there's some like really weird config, system config I had to set. So, so when Google Chrome starts, it doesn't ignores the OS and starts in light mode. I like light mode as well for websites. But yeah, for my like uh, VS code and stuff, it's, it came with dark mode. I think the biggest problem was actually Google Chrome like incognito mode and normal both look the same when you start them in dark mode. Oh. So it's not like there's so it's not like immediately obvious, which is great when debugging like as you say auth issues. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's my my hatred of dark mode. You can't individually toggle apps. Wow. <sighs> right. You got anything else? Yeah, I think that's it from me. Oh cool. Show notes. Yeah. So show notes can be found at shipsasfaster.com. Awesome. See you later. See you next week.